I have a theory, and my theory is that you, listener, are a very good liar. And my theory further tells me that you've been lying to yourself all these years. And in fact, you've done such a good job of it that you've had no idea that this has been happening. Isn't that interesting? By the way, I'm Ryan Montes. I'm with Atlanta Banks. This is the No Excuses podcast. Uh, And today we're talking about how you, listener, uh, make your excuses sound logical, even though it's those same excuses that are keeping you from getting what you want in life. Alana Banks, how's it going? Good. I'm excited to dive into this topic. This actually came from one of our amazing listeners, which is really cool. Yeah. But by the way, before we um, hop into that, did you like my intro to the episode? I love, yeah, I loved it. And it's very true. It is true, right? Any chance I get to call people a liar, I'm going to do it. (laughs) Anyways, let's carry on. Back to regular scheduled programming. Okay, let's talk about this. Our excuses are made to sound logical. I love that statement, by the way. Thank you to the listener who um, sent this topic to us. What are your thoughts? Where should we begin? I mean, I love it partly because the name of our podcast is No Excuses. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I literally did not even make that connection at all. I also like forgot the name of the podcast during the intro. Uh professional podcaster right here. Anyways, podcast of the year. Yeah, it is in the name. How excuses are made to sound logical. Okay, what does that mean though? What does it mean? Let's define this. Yeah. What does that mean? Hmm. Well, you know, I make it mean the very first word that comes to mind when I, when I heard this was procrastination. Our unconscious mind loves to keep us safe. You know, that's one of the prime directives of our unconscious mind is to preserve the body. And so of course the excuses are going to sound logical because that's our mind's way of keeping us safe, keeping us secure, making sure that we don't do anything too crazy um, that might put us out there a little bit. So, you know, when I when I looked at this topic, you know, it really just made me think about procrastination. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a good angle on it um, that we're going to find a lot of um, excuses dis- disguised as logical limitations or logical decisions in the area of procrastination, I think. I'll give you an example. Sometimes like I'll be laying in bed and in the morning and I'll be thinking like, I should really get up and be productive. And then part of me will be like, you're the owner of the company. You can do whatever you want. You can lay in bed all day, Ryan. And there's this whole conversation happening. Like, yeah, that's true. I am the owner. I can do whatever I want. I should enjoy my life. I've worked hard, damn it. Um, But it's an excuse. It's an excuse not to get up. Right. And it's like, it makes sense, right? And it it makes sense because it's true also, right? But choosing to accept that true excuse is choosing to not take action in in many cases, right? Totally. Yeah. I I mean, it also makes me think of like going to the gym, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or, um, you know, doing these things that we don't really want to do. But when you're making an excuse what you're really saying is this isn't a priority for me right now, Mm. right? You're deciding like, 
no, I don't want to have a, a healthy fit body. I'd rather just sit here and like eat Doritos and watch TV um, mm. or whatever it is you're, you're doing. But yeah, I mean, when you're making an excuse, you're just setting yourself up, I think, for disappointment. And like you said, you can have these conversations in your head. And I, I was reading something recently where this guy, he really wanted to set a goal of riding his bike to work every day. No, it was running. He wanted to run to work. And he contemplated this idea of running to work, which is was only a 15 minute run. So it would be a 15 minute run to work and then a 15 minute run home at the end of the day. And he negotiated this with himself for a year. Mm. <laughs> and when he finally decided, okay, I'm going to do it and started doing it, he realized how simple it was, first of all, and how much better he felt. And like, he really got into this routine of doing it. And he got so mad at himself that he had spent a year negotiating whether or not he should do it or not. And, you know, basically came to the conclusion that he lost a year of being fit and, you know, having more energy and feeling really good and, you know, using that as an opportunity to save time too. So, cause rather than like going to the gym after work, he was kind of fitting it into his lifestyle. Yeah. So, um, when you look at excuses that way, it's, it's like a real waste of time, energy and potentially money depending on what it is you're negotiating in your mind. Yeah. I, that, now that you're saying that, it reminds me of something that I posted on Instagram the other day, which was kind of calling out a common excuse that um, people make when they're, when they're growing their business. And the excuse is, I'll do it later or, or maybe next time or next time. And like, Often it's referring to investing in training, investing in your own business, or investing in yourself. And people will get to the decision point where they need to hire the coach or take the training or buy the software or whatever the thing is, right? And they'll have that logical excuse in their mind that says, oh, maybe it would be better if I waited six months or a year. And I mean, it sounds logical, right? Maybe I'll have more money then. Maybe I'll have more time. Maybe blah, blah, blah. By the way, none of those things really are very often true. <laughs> um, but what is true is that you, you're wasting time, just yeah. like the running guy, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. um, nobody ever nobody ever regrets investing in themselves and building their business sooner, right? The regret yeah. comes from postponing your success. Yeah, right? Yeah. And I think it's important too, for the listeners to understand that, you know, these excuses are disguised as logical. Yes. But do you have to listen to them? No, just because it's logical doesn't mean you have to listen to it and follow that direction. Because there's a lot of real illogical things that you can take action on that are going to propel you. And when, you know, we're talking about collapsing time, which is a real buzzword right now, and like, you know, quantum leaping, oftentimes those come through illogical action. Didn't make sense. You know, you get an intuitive idea and you'd go with it, even if it doesn't make sense. But that could lead you to, you know, other resources that you didn't even know were there. Right. Yeah. So, you know, who said we have to listen to logic all the time? Yeah. Well, and you know, the thing is that 
excuses must sound logical. Otherwise, they will be immediately dismissed. Otherwise, they wouldn't make a very good excuse, right? So, mm-hmm. or they must be at least plausible, right? Because there's a, you know, excuses come from deep within your mind and, and they're designed to do something. They're designed to do something and they're not designed to essentially manipulate you into staying in your comfort zone in many, many cases, right? And that's not because there's a part of you deep within that just wants to prevent you from getting what you want in life. Certainly not at all. But there's a protective mechanism, and we were talking about this before, um, there's a protective mechanism that wants to keep you safe, mm-hmm. right? And and wants to wants your general survival to take precedent over everything else, including growth, personal development, you know, wealth, things like that, right? So these these excuses um, that we come up for for ourselves have been, you know, very carefully crafted by that part of us that you know is only concerned with staying safe and having minimum shelter and food <laughs> to survive, and and everything else is scary, right? Yeah, and sometimes you know these excuses, these logical excuses that come up, sound like someone else too, right? Like they could sound like a parent figure. They could sound like, you know, maybe an older sibling or something like that. Um, And so you listen to that too, because you value that person's opinion. But you have to remember, like we were just saying, or Ryan was just talking about the comfort zone. Everything you want is often right outside of your comfort zone, right? And I think an important thing to ask yourself right now is, am I happy with the results that I have? Like, am I loving um, everything that I have right now? Or is there something more that I want? And if the answer is I I want something more, then guess what? You got to go outside your comfort zone. You got to stop listening to the excuses. You got to rip off the Band-Aid, right? You got to take that step and stop listening to these logical excuses, which is easier said than done, isn't it? (laughs) Depends who you are, depends who you ask. Um, There was this television program. I think probably most people haven't heard of it. It's called The Office. Maybe you've heard of it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. one of the most popular television programs of all time. Anyways, on The Office, and I'm talking about The American Office, unapologetically talking about The American Office, by the way, um, there's a character named Jan. Have you seen this show, Alana, by the way? Yeah. 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 Okay. So you know who I'm talking about. There's this character named Jan. She doesn't have a lot of redeeming qualities. She's sort of like, she's not evil, but she's like one of the characters that you're supposed to not like very much on the show. Um, but she has like one kind of redeeming moment in all eight or nine seasons, however many of it. Uh, maybe there's more than that, but there's one that I think really sticks out in my mind. And it's, um, she's hosting a meeting specifically for the women in the office and they're talking about um you know succession and they're talking about personal development and they're talking about what they would like to do with their life and pam another main character on the show is talking about you know um i think wanting to go to art school and and, and something like that and jan said well we have this program that might be good for you where you get to go and study and you know the company will pay for it you know, and Pam comes up with some logical excuse about why she can't do it. And then here comes the redeeming line. Here comes the most valuable thing that the character Jan said, I think, in the whole run of the series. Um, she said, there's always going to be a million reasons not to do what you really want to do, you know? 
And in, in, in the show, I understand it's fiction, but in the show, that line actually had a an impact on, on Pam, right? And she had a very emotional response as the episode went on. And Jan was right. Like there's always going to be, your, your unconscious mind is always going to give you like a million potential justifications to not do what you want to do and to stay in your comfort zone just to make it easier for you, right? Yeah. So that you don't have to feel guilty if you don't go for what you want. Right. Um, which is a double-edged sword. Yeah. I mean, I think most people can find themselves in this position in one area of their life or another, right. Where you're just like, I could do this or I could do this. Like it kind of <laughs> goes both ways and you can come up with logical excuses, um, on both sides, but it really comes down to making a decision, right. Do I listen to the logical excuse and stay in my comfort zone and keep doing the same thing? Or do I go out on a limb? And chances are going out on that limb is going to propel you forward in some way, shape or form. You know, yeah. it might not turn out the way you expected, but chances are it's going to be better than where you are right now. Yeah, agreed. Most and, if it's, and if it's not, you get to go back. Right. But if you never left the comfort zone to begin with, you never know. Yeah. Like this makes me think of there's a kid's book called Scaredy Squirrel. Mm -hmm. And it's about uh, a squirrel who lives up in a tree and he's scared of everything. And he has the same routine every day. And then one day he has to leave for some reason. I don't know what happens, but he has to leave. And he jumps out of his tree and he realizes he's actually a flying squirrel. Wow. <laughs> and it's such a beautiful book because yeah. it teaches that had he just stayed in his comfort zone, had he stayed scared in his little tree, he would never have learned that he's a flying squirrel. And once he learned he was a flying squirrel, then he was just like, oh my God, like life is amazing. I can fly. Um, yeah. And so you never know, like it makes logical sense to stay in, right? Stay in the comfort zone, stay in your little tree and eat your nuts and do whatever. Um, but what if you took that leap? What if you made the decision and learned that you were actually a flying squirrel? Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that metaphor. The comfort zone is staying in the tree and eating your nuts. Right. <laughs> um, I love that metaphor. I have, I have, a bombshell to drop about excuses on the audience. Yeah, I love bombshells. Okay. You hear this bombshell? This is a truth bomb. And somebody said this to me a number of years ago, and it really is true. And the truth bomb is this. One of the scariest things about your excuses, listeners, uh, everybody, is that the people who love you and care about you will believe and accept your excuses and honor them. When you say, I can't do something because X, Y, Z, your mom, dad, your brother, your sister, your spouse, your buddies, they will say, yeah, that makes sense. Right? Because deep down, they just want you to be safe and comfortable. Right? Yeah. Um, and they don't do it consciously. They're not thinking about it. They're not like, oh, yeah, I'm going to reinforce my, you know, Ryan's excuses for why he can't have what he wants. And then it's not a conscious thing. Right? Because your excuses get to be true. If you choose the excuse as your reality, it becomes your truth. Yeah. 
If you dismiss the excuse because you recognize it's holding you back and you decide you can do something different and you will do something different, that can become your reality. And the people around you, the circumstances around you are going to honor whatever decision you make, mm-hmm. right? Even if there's resistance sometimes, right? And so that's what, that's a scary bombshell. Your, yeah. you know, your family and your friends will believe and accept your excuses and treat them as valid, even though they're not. Yeah, they will. And then I, I think also what you'll find is then you'll start looking for evidence that the decision you made based on this logical excuse was the right one. And these little bits of evidence are going to come in and you're going to be like, see, I, it totally makes sense. And it reinforces the excuse too, right? Yeah. But you're just seeing that because that's what's in your mind. That's what you want to see. And I think, you know, as a parent, that's one of the scariest um, pieces because you, um, because I'm in this kind of coaching world, um, I like to stretch my kids. You know, I don't want to give in to their excuses. Mm. Um, and that's a really hard place to be sometimes because you want to keep them safe. You don't want them to jump out of the tree, right? So to speak. But Sometimes you just have to let go. And if there's any parents listening, practice that a little bit, like let them, you know, stretch them a little bit and allow them to do the illogical sometimes Mm. or go with their own gut um, because it's going to allow them to grow and trust themselves and empower them and make them feel really good. And it's scary as the parent because you're like, oh, I just want my baby to be safe, but yeah. Got to push them a little bit and it's going to feel weird yeah. because it's not the norm. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Push them out. No more nuts. Push them out of the tree. <laughs> go, go fly for a little bit. You can come back and then later. Come back, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As a disclaimer, don't actually push your children or anybody out of trees. This is a metaphor, metaphorical yeah. communication. Cool. So great topic. And if anyone has other topics they'd love us to discuss, um, please send them our way. You can send them to Ryan or Instagram. You can send me a direct message at Elena Banks Coaching or send a message to Ryan yeah. at Ryan Montes NLP. And yeah. Um, yeah, we would love to hear from you because this is fun. It's fun um, responding, I find. Yeah, this was a really good topic. Thanks to our listener who sent it in. Yeah. Well, this was the No Excuses podcast with Ryan Banks. Well, I just said Ryan Banks with oh. Ryan Montes. And You've Lena done Banks. goofed. That's it. Going to scrap the episode now. Okay. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye.